Hello and welcome. My name is Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets the gift of obstacles. I want to thank you all for listening to this series I'm covering entitled The Gift. For those who are joining me for the first time, my aim for this series is to encourage listeners to evaluate the gifts God grants us with wisdom and discernment. Sometimes God grants us gifts and we don't understand why he gave us a gift. And depending on how that gift is presented to us, we could mistake it for something we don't want when it's the very thing that we need. So that is the primary focus of this series. And if you have not already, feel free to listen to parts 1 through 13 to catch up as I target in on the motivational aim, the gift of obstacles. This motivational aim is a reminder that every challenge we go through, it might not be comfortable, it might not feel good, but if God allowed us to go through it, it has purpose and it serves as a gift. I am not saying that bad things that have happened to you were good things, but what I am saying is the bad things that happened to you God can use what you went through, what you learned in those moments, as gifts to where you're going. And when we think about God's word, when he says all things work together for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose, that is so true. And I want to target in on a scripture that I believe is fitting for this motivational aim the gift of obstacles, and that scripture is Jeremiah, the 12th chapter in the fifth verse, and it states, the Lord rebukes Jeremiah for his impatience, saying, if you have raced with men on foot and they have tired you out, then how can you compete with horses? If you fall down in a land of peace where you feel secure, Then how will you do among the lions in the flooded thicket beside the Jordan? Now that I provided that scripture, I want to share some background information on why God told Jeremiah this. I encourage everyone to read the entire book of Jeremiah. But Jeremiah was a prophet of God and he had a reputation of being identified as the weeping prophet. And when you read Jeremiah, you'll understand why he would weep. He would shed tears frequently. He was weeping because the people of God, God's children, God's chosen ones, were making horrible decisions, horrible life choices, and they were living in a way that displeased God. They were unfaithful to God. They did their own thing, not respecting God at all. Since God loved his children so much, he sent a prophet, a man of God, whose assignment was to tell God's children who were living apart from him the message that God gave them. And the message that God gave Jeremiah to tell his people was to get back on track. Because if they did not repent and turn from their wicked ways, then God's judgment would be enforced in their lives. Jeremiah was not living like his peers. He lived differently. And when anyone does things different 
from people who have and continue to do what they want to do and they've been doing what they wanted to do for so long, they will or you will go through some obstacles. You will go through some storms if you are aiming to live a life that pleases God. If you're aiming to do what God told you to do, you will go through obstacles. You might ask, why am I going through obstacles and I'm choosing to do things the right way? I'm choosing to do things God's way. Why is it so hard for me? It's hard for you because you're living in a dark world where you are trying to serve as a light. You're stepping in and you're shedding light in dark areas and dark places. You're shedding light on dark generational curses. You're shedding light in dark spots, dark ways, dark conversations. And the darkness likes the dark. The darkness doesn't want light. It doesn't want light shining where it resides. It doesn't want light shining on the dark things that are going on. Because if the light shines on the darkness or the dark areas, then it's going to expose some things that people have to look at. They have to address. They have to explain. The darkness doesn't like the light because any form of light that hits a dark area, darkness and everything associated with it or anything associated with the dark has to yield to the light. It flees. Darkness has to flee and darkness cannot control anything when the light or when a light comes on. Especially when that light exposes the trash associated with what is going on in that dark thought, that dark conversation, that dark atmosphere, that dark place. So Jeremiah encountered several obstacles. Some of the very obstacles you go through because you're aiming to live a life that pleases God. Whenever God tells you to do something or he sends you out to go do something that is not common or normal or comfortable, it's not pleasant sometimes. People will attack. People will go off. People will spread vicious lies about God's messenger because some people, not everybody, but some people will spread vicious lies about God's messenger because they don't want to change. It's comfortable where they are. Change requires someone to stop and go a different route. Change requires one to go and travel in a different direction. And some people don't want to do that. Because that means they won't have the money they're used to getting. They won't have the status they're used to. They won't have the prestige. They won't be able to live the lifestyle they are accustomed to. They won't be comfortable anymore. So instead of changing and doing what God said to do, 
and they know it's the right thing to do, they just go ahead and make life difficult for the one shedding light on what God told them to shed light on. Instead of getting rid of and walking away from the dark ways of life, they will attack you. They will make it their aim to get rid of you. So Jeremiah was going through it. Jeremiah cried for change. Jeremiah cried for justice. Jeremiah cried for the very ones he was sent to share the message of God with. He was crying so they could understand, but the people didn't want to understand. They were content in living in the darkness. They were content in living the way they were living. They were content. They didn't care about relationships with God or others. They didn't care about doing what God said. They only cared about what they could get and how they could get it. The way they wanted to get it. Jeremiah went through several obstacles. But one thing about those obstacles he went through... God appointed and empowered him to complete every obstacle he would ever go through. God blessed Jeremiah with obstacle resilience way before Jeremiah made contact with his obstacles. God told Jeremiah that he was chosen before he was formed in his mother's womb. God told Jeremiah that he was set apart before he was born and that God appointed him to be a prophet to the nations. And when you think about God telling Jeremiah that he was set apart, he was set apart to not only receive blessings, but he was set apart to go through obstacles for God's glory. He was set apart to obey. He was set apart to be a leader. Anyone going through obstacles, and those obstacles are in alignment with God's path for your life, those obstacles serve a greater purpose than just going through and people disrespecting you. Those obstacles serve a greater purpose than you just crying out and crying to God all night. No, those obstacles are getting you ready for the next phase and level of obstacles that not only elevate you, but elevate your relationship with God. And it also elevates your influence and impact where people can see God in you in a brand new way. Yeah, people can look at you and look at what you're going through, look at the obstacles you're going through, and they can experience God on a whole different level. You hear people, Lord, I want to experience you in a new way. I want to be promoted. I want to be elevated. I want to be accelerated. Lord, make my name great. In order for God to answer those prayers, you know what that comes with? Obstacles. Obstacles. I mean, let's look at Jeremiah. The Lord told him, I have some things I want you to do. You're going to have to go through some obstacles to get to where I destined for you to go. Jeremiah responds to God, 
like, uh, Lord, what? Uh, Lord, what? Uh, you a prophet? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not trying to be a prophet. I'll be a man of God, but I'm not trying to be a prophet. Oh, so you want me to go speak to people and tell people what to do? Oh, you want me to shed light in dark areas of people's lives? Nah, mm-mm. I'm not trying to do that, Lord. I mean, are you telling me to talk, Lord? I don't know how to speak. <laughs> I'm young. I'm only a youth. How many of us have done that? The very thing Jeremiah did. Jeremiah was going through self-doubt. But God already equipped Jeremiah with the strength and power to overcome any obstacle before he approached an obstacle. If God is telling us to do something... He's already taken care of the obstacles we're going to meet. He already took care of it. He already knows about it. I mean, Jeremiah even came up with excuse after excuse on why he couldn't do what God commanded him to do. He said, man, Lord, I'm young. I'm a youth. I mean, those are a lot of obstacles to jump over. Those are quite a few obstacles to walk over. Lord, you want me to run through those obstacles? Lord, I'm not sure if I'm equipped to go through those obstacles. And then the Lord told him, Do not say, I am only a youth, for you will go to everyone I send you to and speak whatever I tell you. You will go where the obstacles are, because I've equipped you to handle the obstacles. I've put the power and resilience on the inside of you to withstand the obstacles you will encounter. And most importantly, Jeremiah, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will never allow you to face an obstacle alone. So you're going. You're going to do what I told you to do because I'm going with you. So get up and go. See, when God tells us or God tells you where you are going to go and what you are going to do and who you are going to talk to, despite the obstacles you face, that's a wrap because you have to do it or you will end up like Jonah somewhere. <laughs> You'll end up like Jonah in the belly of a fish, in the belly of a situation, in the belly of a setback, in the belly of a problem. But even in that problem, it might be a holding area for you to get your mind right, but you're still going. God's going to make sure you do what he told you to do. So God encouraged Jeremiah and told him to not be afraid of anyone because fear is an obstacle. Once you go through the obstacle of fear, you will understand the power of faith. Once you go through the obstacle of self-doubt or doubt, you will understand the purpose and the need to trust in God. 
once you go through the obstacle of insecurity, you will have an understanding on why God is your security. So, just like God told Jeremiah, hey, you going? You're going to do what I said to do? God is telling us the same thing. We're going to do what he told us to do, and he will be with us to rescue us. He will be with us to carry us. He will be with us to deliver us, and he will be with us to protect us. That is the Lord's declaration. After God told Jeremiah what he was going to go do, the Lord reached out his hand and touched Jeremiah's mouth. And then God told him, I have now filled your mouth with my words. See, I have appointed you today over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and demolish, to build and plant. By God filling Jeremiah's mouth with his word, what God did was fill his mouth with the words of power, trust, faith, and assurance that he could get through any obstacle. He was more than a conqueror. And with God, all things are possible. But those obstacles Jeremiah went through served as a gift for him. It served as a gift because it was through the obstacles where Jeremiah could see God in a brand new way and he could see that God was his protector, his provider, his deliverer, and father. And those obstacles served as a gift for Jeremiah so he could see that although the obstacles come, it doesn't stop who God made and created him to be. And the obstacles didn't stop God's plans for his life. Without the obstacles, sometimes we don't see the power of God in our lives. If everything is perfect and we are just skating, we think it's all us. We think that we're making things happen. We think it's by our might, our strength, that everything is happening so successfully. But once we go through an obstacle and we understand, oh my goodness, I need the Lord. Can't do this without God. (laughs) I'm nothing without Jesus. I am nothing without the Lord. I'm nothing without my Father, my Heavenly Father. I need to depend on the one who is dependable. Obstacles help us see God in a brand new way. Jeremiah started executing his authority as a prophet of God, doing what God appointed and empowered him to do despite the obstacles. The obstacles were thrown at him to stop him, but each obstacle was a weight that strengthened him. When I say weight, it's W-E-I-G-H-T, a weight. And people did a lot of things to Jeremiah to block him and stop him. People did a lot of things to thwart God's plans. But each obstacle Jeremiah went through served as an opportunity for Jeremiah to ask God for wisdom and insight to get through those tough situations. 
and those obstacles strengthened him. They were a weight. So obstacles do serve as a gift. They serve as a gift for us because obstacles strengthen us. They help us. They help us get through the next obstacle. So we saw or we handled one obstacle at one level. When we get to the next obstacle in life, we can look back on the last obstacle and how God got us through. And we can just keep climbing. So we can take the heat. When people turn up the fire, we can go straight through the fire because we know God is with us. God delivered us from the last heated obstacle. So it doesn't matter how hot this one is, God is going to deliver me and carry me and carry you through. And that is how it was with Jeremiah. He started declaring the word of God, telling people what God said. He was bold about it. He had no filter. Jeremiah was telling the people all the terrible, horrific things that they did to God. He let them know, yeah, y'all are a wicked nation. Jeremiah let the people know, y'all are accused of apostasy. Jeremiah told them the consequences of apostasy, the judgment they deserved, the wages of apostasy. Jeremiah told them how unfaithful and treacherous they were. Then Jeremiah told them about true repentance. He let them know, okay, this is what you did and this is what you're doing, but you can turn around from this. You can change. You can repent. And he let them know about the blessings and curses that would occur if they did repent and if they did not repent. Only a person who has gone through several obstacles has the resolve, the confidence and fortitude and courage to do what Jeremiah did. Now we can see the importance of obstacles. Obstacles strengthen you. They make you strong, especially when God is with you, guiding you through, and you are conquering every obstacle with Christ. Obstacles can serve as a gift. Although an obstacle does not look like a gift, it does not feel like a gift, it is not packaged like a gift, but it's a gift. It's a gift to fall down, see what's down, see what's down there, and then get up and do what God said, whether you are up or down. When you read the entire book of Jeremiah, you'll see Jeremiah telling people how they were living was absolutely wrong. It was unproductive. It would create disastrous results in their life. He did what God said to do. And one thing I know, and you possibly know also, is when you tell a person who wants to do what they want to do and they don't want to hear what God said and they don't want to change, they don't like you. <laughs> Especially when you are telling them or you're shedding light on some areas that God is dealing with them on. Yeah, they don't like you. They won't like you. And if it's not you and it's somebody that God sent in their life, they won't like that messenger. 
They don't like that messenger because that messenger is a constant reminder of what they're not supposed to be doing. And what they are doing, it's not fruitful. It's wrong. And since they want to continue doing wrong, in those cases where people want to keep doing wrong, if they want to keep living the way they're living, they're going to do everything they can to get rid of you or get rid of that messenger. They're going to do everything they can. Everything. Even if it means creating obstacles for you. Let's go back to Jeremiah. He went through a lot. He was telling people what God said. Shedding light on dark things. People did not like that man. They did not like him at all. They threw that man in a mud pit. That's how much they did not like him. They dirtied him up. They put him in a dirty situation, in a dirty obstacle. And some of you are going through some dirty, muddy obstacles. Some pitiful obstacles. And you'll read it. You'll discover this when you read your Bible. But Jeremiah was going back and forth with people, not in an attackatory manner, but he had to keep telling these people what they were doing was wrong. He kept telling them to repent, turn to God over and over again. And Jeremiah went through obstacle after obstacle for 40 years. People couldn't stand this man because he was doing what God told him to do. He was saying what God told him to say. And people didn't like the truth and threw Jeremiah in a pit of obstacles. This man was doing what God told him to do. He was going through the pits of life. He was going through the obstacles of life, but God was with him. He cried out, God was there. He was asking God, what is the point of all of this? Lord, this is hard. Why do you have me going through these obstacles? Lord, make it go away. Make it stop. I don't feel like I need to be going through this. I said I want to be a powerhouse for your kingdom, but I didn't understand it took all of this. I mean, all I want to do is be a vessel. Lord, use me, but this is too much. I want to be a leader, but this is just overwhelming. Lord, what is really going on? And then the Lord rebukes Jeremiah for his impatience, saying, If you have raced with men on foot and they have tired you out, then how can you compete with horses? If you fall down in a land of peace where you feel secure, then how will you do among the lions in the flooded thicket beside the Jordan? You see how God slapped those complaints about obstacles down? As I stated earlier, God empowered and anointed Jeremiah to do awesome things. God was aware of his limits and his abilities. And God knows our limits and abilities. He made us. He knows what he made. But what God says about us is absolutely true. What God said about Jeremiah was true. And God let Jeremiah know, if you have raced 
with men on foot and they have tired you out, how can you compete with horses? If you fall down in a land of peace where you feel secure, then how will you do among the lions in the flooded thicket beside the Jordan? God was telling Jeremiah, son, I've empowered you. You have everything you need. But if you complain about every obstacle you go through, how will you ever complete anything? How will you learn anything? How will you end up where I've destined for you to go? Because these obstacles are strengthening you. This is a lesson for us. God has called you. God has called you to do something. God has called you to do some things. Your something or some things don't look like everybody else's. You might think your something is mundane. You feel like you don't have anything to show for your life because you're looking at what God has you doing. But God has you set apart to do this or whatever you're doing for this time in your life, for this season. And it looks like an obstacle for you. It feels like an obstacle for you. But this is the obstacle you need to strengthen you for where God is taking you. And although it is an obstacle, are you going to forsake the obstacle and run away from it when God told you to go through the obstacle and remain obedient to him what are you going to do whatever God told you to do it's yours to do and when things are not going your way and things aren't going according to your plan and things aren't looking like how you had it set up in your imagination are you going to stop Are you going to quit? Yes, you're feeling these growing pains associated with the goals, the task, and research God has you doing. You feel exhausted. You're tired. I mean, you're trying to figure out, man, is this how my life's going to be? No, this is just one leg of the race. This is the beginning. You're just working out right now. This is the warm-up. This is a light stretch. I mean, understand you have heavier obstacles coming up. And if you can't get through these obstacles, what are you going to do when you reach the point for what you prayed for? You think what you prayed for is obstacle-free? It's not. Anything you want, anything you desire... Anything God has you doing, anywhere God has you going, it's going to be some obstacles there. Several. Several obstacles. But guess what? God said that he's going to be with you. God said he'd never leave you or forsake you. God said he set you apart. God already created you to conquer the obstacle. You can't get caught up in these pity parties. You can't. Because if you get caught up in a pity party, (laughs) I mean, Lord, I mean, why? I mean, 
Guess what's going to happen? The Lord's going to shut it down. The Lord shuts me down all of the time. All of the time. Sometimes I feel like I'm about to start crying. like, <laughs> And I just stop because I'm like, what's the point? There's no point to cry. <laughs> and I can feel the Lord looking at me like, girl, what you crying for? We've already talked about this. You know you're strong. You know you can get through this. You know I got you. What are you doing? I'm like, you right. Nah, I just had a little moment, you know, feeling sorry for myself, but I'm back. God is not engaging in the pity parties. He's not doing it. He has us on a path and a plan. He is aware of the pain. And just going back to Jeremiah, he understood the pain the boy was going through or the prophet was going through. But Jeremiah, the 12th chapter and the 5th verse lets us know we need to toughen up. Yeah, we can go ahead and cast our cares on the Lord, but we need to evaluate the purpose and the pain, the purpose and the path. And everything we're going through is a weight, W-E-I-G-H-T. It's a weight needed to increase our strength. So when we reach our destination of new levels or new degrees or new areas of advancement, we're equipped to carry that responsibility because those obstacles developed us in some way, shape, or form. It is hard. It doesn't feel good. But complaining will only delay us. We have to continue aiming towards the target as God guides us on the right path. We need to go ahead and cast our cares on God as we go through the pain and understand that everything we are complaining about, everything we are sad about, everything that is hard for us, it all has purpose. And the purpose is much more challenging than where we are now. God knows what we need. He knows what he is doing. And God knows how to make everything work together for our good. So although we're tired, we're overwhelmed, it doesn't mean that we shouldn't rest and take breaks and get ourselves together. But we need to keep going. We don't need to quit. Quitting is not an option especially when it comes to doing and completing what God told you to do. Okay? Obstacles can serve as great gifts, especially when we cast the cares of the obstacles on God. God can turn the obstacle into an opportunity. All right? So remain encouraged. And a scripture I would like to leave you with is Jeremiah, the 12th chapter and the 5th verse. And it states, the Lord rebukes Jeremiah for his impatience, saying, If you have raced with men on foot and they have tired you out, then how can you compete with horses? If you fall down in a land of peace where you feel secure, then how will you do among the lions in the flooded thicket beside the Jordan? Keep running your race. God has empowered you to overcome every obstacle coming up against you. You are indeed what God says you are. You are more than a conqueror. God is with you. 
He said he'll never leave you nor forsake you, so that's a promise. No matter what obstacle you're going through, God said that he would never leave you nor forsake you. The obstacle that you're going through or that you will experience is an opportunity. It's a gift. It's a gift when you look at it the right way. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. Feel free to visit my website, drkenitrabryant.com, where you can check out some Bible study resources and t-shirts I have available for you on the site. Feel free to share this podcast episode or this series with someone you know. Enjoy the remainder of your day. Peace and God bless.